Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? you lie from my fucking bedroom where i sleep and fart a lot Ugh! confirmed with a spokesperson for donald trump jr that both he and his brother eric trump will be cage side at ufc newark supporting colby covington gross my god i hope cunty cuckington gets knocked the fuck out by robbie fucking lawler ruthless robbie lawler you guys remember uh cyborg on steroids i think it was episode eight i was talking about what he did to ben Askren before he was quite questionably choked out listen this big motherfucker better this is not what the episode's about so bear with me but he better fucking put cucky cuntington into a new let's separate him from his senses i'm so sick of this motherfucker i think that's what dana white was doing dana white sean shelby um the other dude what mick maynard <clears throat> mick maynard you mean the guy from tool no that's jane that's janard main's knee can okay Anyone excited about that new uh, Tool album that took 29,000 fucking and a half years? Took my entire lifetime. Tool hasn't had an album since before I was born. That's not real. That's not really how young I am, but it's pretty fucking close. Um, Tool, the last time Tool had an album, I didn't know who they were. Tool, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. God, when's the last time... Oh, I don't even know when. When is the last time? Guys, welcome to the Bad Etiquette Podcast. I'm your host, Dallas Bronson. I'm joined by Remy the dog, looking very sad because his daddy, Justin, isn't home. Someone's going to get home any minute and this dog's going to go out my fucking door. There's going to be just like a fucking like smoke, like a vapor trail of like the shape of the dog on my bitch. Remy, and it's just—it's gonna be a smoke. There's gonna be a tear in the space-time continuum when Remy finds out his good old dad is home. Good old Justin. Wait, are you telling me Remy's like not your dog? Yeah. Eh. Eh. Like. If I if I was wrote a will, Remy wouldn't be in it immediately. But if Justin, my brother, wrote a will, Remy would be like the first recipient of everything. Or or like if like I'm like Remy's godfather, I hope. Or like essentially his I'm his uncle for sure. Cute little he's my little nephew, my little nephew, Remy the dogger. How you guys doing? What's everyone up to? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, fucking man. That's for Hannah. All right. Haven't had a good one of those in a while, huh? Look at that. I could see the fucking effect that shit had on my good goddamn recording. 
Oop, sorry about that little boom. I know it's fucking annoying. You know, and no one appreciates that shit. You guys enjoy that Zach Honeycutt episode? Shit was fun. Three hours talked, to, but that's what podcasts are about. Fucking music, movies, politics, and bitching about social media. What the fuck else is there to talk about? We don't even have to talk about politics. Remy's giving me the fucking side eye right now. He's like, don't you fucking talk about politics. You already started with that fucking Donald Trump. Can you imagine what a piece of shit you have to be that like even the children of fucking Twitter cringe king himself, Trump, are like coming to support you in a fucking cage fight? God, he sucks. He sucks. I mean, he's not a bad fighter, but he sucks. Like, every time he opens his big, fucking, dumb, ugly, goddamn, horrible mouth. Oh, he did have some pretty funny tweets about uh, John Jones recently, though. And everyone was like, oh, wow, look, he can actually say something funny. Because, you know, even, like, Green Day has a couple of good songs. Or, like, you know, there's always, like, someone who has, like, you know, a couple, like, things that are permissible. Even some of my podcasts are bad. Like, it happens. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, this is supposed to be the Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood review slash feedback. I I don't want to call it a review. I even like typed that out and backspaced it because I'm, I'm not a reviewer. I don't review things. I'm not a fucking cunt. I'm not up my own goddamn ass about the finer things in life about like well actually the, 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 the cinematography in this one didn't really reflect early adaptations of Tarantino and the non-linear storytellings become quite tiresome shut the fuck up Jesus Christ you know what come to think of it I think that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is kind of linear you know hmm where's that's weird what I wonder if there's like, which ones are like just straight through? Jackie Brown? That's kind of, that one's, is that one? Anyways, without further ado, spoiler alert, spoilers ahead for not only Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, but every other fucking Quentin Tarantino film that you've ever heard of. And a couple you haven't. Let's just get into it. I'm going to read some customer questions, some listener questions. I'd call you customers, but you guys don't spend money on this shit at all. I do. I'm my own best customer. All right. So to start things off here, I had asked, I'd ask you folks, what's your favorite slash least favorite Quentin Tarantino film and why? Oh, just someone's texting me in the middle of it. How embarrassing. What are you, a fucking amateur? Fucking 30 episodes in, you can't turn your phone off? Hmm. I gotta read the text message. Two-word texts. Are they worth it? Are they really worth it? Why don't you just send me 10 separate fucking messages of the two words spelled out letter by letter? Is that better? Is that good? Bitch, it cut out. It fucking cut out. See, mm, hasn't cut out in a while. When's the last time that shit happened? Hmm? Hmm? What did I, what did I do? Alright, so I had asked, What's your favorite slash least favorite Quentin Tarantino film and why? You know, 
Almost 200 people viewed it. I got one, two, three, four, five, six responses. A record high for people. Like, if you guys see the things, like, please answer them. I don't care if you just send me a dick pic. Like, fucking tell me something. Also, pause this right now. Send me a dick pic. If you're even listening. Just to prove that you listen. It doesn't even have to be yours. You don't even have to go to, like, triple zoom, triple click, like, fucking the home button on the iPhone. Fucking bullshit. None of that. All right. So, Asara said, Django Unchained is definitely my favorite. Haven't seen them all, so can't really say what's least. Fair enough. A lot of people probably haven't seen all of them. I know I've never, I've never seen Planet Terror. You know, I know that's a collaboration with Robert Rodriguez, and I don't even know, like, what role Tarantino really played in the production of that movie. But that's the one I haven't seen. I've seen the rest. Name one. Seen it. Oh, he wrote the script for that? Seen it. Oh, he uh, fucking just directed that, didn't uh, write it? Oh, seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. She said, I've always loved the old Western twist with Django as the protagonist because it gives you a whole different look on history. Quentin gives us a story that we've never really heard before. I'm sure there were many black heroes like Django who's never had their stories heard, so I thought that was amazing how he was able to give us that perspective. Christoph Waltz and Jamie Foxx are iconic together, and some of my favorite cinematic shots are when Django sees Broomhilda while he's on his journey to find her. I have the soundtrack memorized. Calvin Candy is one of the most despicable villains that I've ever seen on the big screen. And Leo's acting is fucking spot on. And Samuel L. Jackson, of course. It's a great one. Django and Jane's fan-fucking-tastic. I saw that movie in theaters with my good old friend Isaac. It's been so long, I don't even remember his last name. Almada? Isaac? Hayes? Isaac? Isaac Hayes. <laughs> um, Isaac? Isaac? Rojas? No, whose last name? No. I don't know. I don't even remember. I don't even remember Isaac's last name. But I saw that in theaters with Isaac. They say the N-word between 89 and 120 times in that movie. <laughs> For Hannah. Sorry. Um, so you gotta be quite an asshole to sit there and count every time they say that word. I had mentioned that on Facebook. I said, Hey, spoiler, they say that word this many times. And someone got mad at me because I didn't like do the the like sensor like star 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 like n star 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 r and i had to hear about it from like another friend to find out that this person was like getting upset this is a white girl Sh- fucking shocker huh it nigger is a bad word. You can't just... Dallas, did you just put that in your podcast 12 minutes in? Jesus. Have some fucking respect. Okay? 
I'm sorry. That, that's the last time it'll happen. You can't. I can't just go into Quentin Tarantino movies without mentioning because I think that's some sort of like weird white knight white guilt hang up people have about Quentin Tarantino films is that he fucking says a lot in his movies and it's okay and it's not okay to say it it's not okay to like go around I mean it's mm, I'm not the person to ask about this I'm not going to police anyone's words. If you say something I don't like, I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to engage you. It's gross. But when it comes to movies, anything goes. Unfortunately, some things go that are horrible. Have you guys seen that fucking the girl in the spider's web movie? Horrible. Fucking horrible, dude. That like a lot of things go, and sometimes people make goddamn bad movies, and that's one of them. Don't go see it. It's not in theaters anymore. Don't rent it. Don't fucking direct TV it. Don't fucking on demand. Don't Redbox it. Don't Amazon Prime it. Don't HBO Stars, Cinemax, Showtime, Netflix, Hulu, DC Universe, Shutter. Don't anything that movie. It sucks. You know what's a better movie than that? Super Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses, Super Baby Geniuses 2 or whatever. That one that just got (gasps) shat on by critics. And I don't give a shit what critics say, but I'm pretty sure they're right about that one. Who the fuck wants to make a movie about babies? How annoying would that be? Could you imagine going to the theater and going, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. I hope... Like, what's the worst thing that could happen when you're at a theater, you know, barring someone coming in and ruining Batman for you and shooting everyone? Barring that, the next worst thing that could happen is a fucking babies in the damn theater crying or talking. You ever just sit around a kid who doesn't know that they need to shut the fuck up during a movie and they just start like... That was that that, and they just like start talking and have no fucking idea how loud they are and have no concept of a whisper. Remy, stop chewing your fucking tail. There's nothing left. And like, just have no concept that like, oh, social etiquette. Like, talk about bad etiquette. There should be nothing but fucking kids talking in the background at like no fucking level self awareness whatsoever. No noise level, sound level awareness. That's what the background of this fucking podcast should be because of such goddamn bad etiquette. What would be worse than going to a movie theater and having babies around you crying? Seeing fucking nothing but babies on TV. I've never seen these movies. Anyways, um, yeah, fucking Django Unchained's fantastic. I fucking love that movie. Django! Oh my God, it is so fucking good. If you've never seen Django Unchained, if you've never seen a Quentin Tarantino film and you're still listening to this, thank you, first of all. Second of all, how the fuck did you start listening to this? Uh, All right, Hannah, that's it. No more for you. I just need to cut back on the booze. Remy's giving me dirty looks now. His ears are pinned back like a fucking girl ready to give a fucking slobbery slob knobber clobber bobber gotta stretch sorry 
You gotta stress before you do a podcast so you don't do this in the middle of it like an idiot. <clears throat> well, the production value really has quite gone downhill. Downhill since he, uh, uh, I don't know. If I can cut out again. Nothing ruins your momentum than going, oh, the funny thing I said? Lost. Lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson. Joke gone. Fuck. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I don't know why this thing keeps, it just pauses. It just stops. Why? It just stops recording in the middle of fucking nowhere. Why do you fucking do that? Just record. I don't say stop. I don't say pause. I don't say, hey, Audacity, stop shitting on my fucking episode. I don't say, hey, could you interrupt me, please? What the fuck? I'm sorry. Did my the fucking middle of my podcast interrupt the beginning of your stopping, you bitch? Oh, shit. Now I got to stop it. I never fucking hit, hit my good old pal Ader back up. Hold on. And there we go. I've hit him back up. He is now there. Oh, you know what? I'm fucking up already. 1710. I'm starting this new thing. You may have noticed if any of you listened to the Zach Honeycutt episode that when I'm taking breaks, when I'm taking bathroom breaks, when I'm taking poop breaks, when I'm taking pot breaks, when I'm taking sleep breaks when i'm taking production breaks when i'm taking break me off a piece of that kit kat bar breaks when i'm taking you hear that echo breaks when i'm taking gotta go let remy out breaks when i'm taking fast breaks when i'm taking break fast breaks um there's gonna be a little music there's gonna be a little bit of freaking in the middle so you don't have to go in the middle so i'm not going all right guys we'll be right back just i'll be right back it'll take a second of your time and i'm back it won't be any of that bullshit you're gonna have a little interlude because maybe i think it i think it just works i think it just helps things along just helps things along like a nice smooth little laxative in the podcast you're listening to maybe a little bit of prune juice it's like prune juice for you the listener to get through this hemorrhoid-inducing episode. Dallas, aren't you supposed to be reviewing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, I thought so, but like, I, oh, not reviewing. No, we're not reviewing. Remy, I said we're not reviewing. Not a fucking asshole. Can you imagine thinking like, oh, hey, guys, I had an opinion, and like, I thought that um, it meant a lot. What? Like, not even, like, hey, like, I not even, like, a, n- a new perspective on something, but, like, oh, um, I listened to this, I saw this, I consumed this, and here is what I thought. Well, I mean, I get some, I, some people are interested in that shit. I want to hear some people's take on things, I guess, but can you imagine, like, I review things. That's my job. Can you imagine going to someone's Wikipedia page or they're like LinkedIn and it's like occupation reviewer critic. You just bitch about things. You just fucking think of things to Dallas. What do you think you do on your podcast? What do you mean other Dallas? Don't you just bitch about things and critique them and review them and have your offering your own perspective on the world? 
to shoot other Dallas. No, I don't do that. I fucking, this is what I fucking do. I fucking let the, let the panic in my own anxieties and insecurities come, come out at a aggressive rate and just transfix my fucking bullshit into you people. It's basically me just uh, fucking raping your ears is what it is. It's exactly what it is. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. All right. Yeah. Um, let's get back to more listener comments and questions and remarks and stuff. Thank you, Asara, for your contribution to this podcast valued listener just like all of you listeners but if you're gonna send me things i'm gonna value that a lot because it helps the content thank you thank you very much all right who else do we got gosh whitney cummings sex robot is hot i need one but it's a hundred thousand dollars apparently okay good old toad exhibit Good old Gary Crisioni, if that's even how you say his last name. Not really Italian after all. Can't say any Italian names. How do you know he's Italian? Because mm, he's a brown white person. Um, here we go. Kill Bill 1 and 2 is his favorite. His least is Dawn. I'm assuming he meant from Dusk Till Dawn and not Breaking Dawn. Spoiler. Breaking Dawn's not a Quentin Tarantino movie. So, they're both vampire movies, so I understand how you might have gotten those confused. And Breaking Dawn, you know, let's see. Breaking Dawn, there's no reason to know anything about that movie whatsoever. So, don't even worry about it. From Dusk Till Dawn, though, he said it's his least favorite. Now, has Gary seen every single fucking God damn gift that is a Quentin Tarantino movie? Probably not. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think he has. I mean, he is like 75 years old, so maybe he has had time to watch all of them. It's possible. It's very, very possible. But he also said Kill Bill 1 and 2 are his favorite. Now, Dallas, is that against the rules? He said two movies are his favorite and one is his least favorite. Does he have to offer up a supplemental additional least favorite movie? No, because Kill Bill 1 and 2, those are pretty much like, to me, those are like the the one movie. Like, if you want to say, oh, I like number two better than number one, I'm like, okay, fair enough. That's part two. You like, like, one of it. It's totally okay. If you like part one better just like okay you like one movie better but it was originally supposed to be one movie but it was like four and a half hours long you can't do that to people they're sitting in the theaters they're gonna go oh geez is my kid still in the car i forgot i didn't bring him into this r-rated movie and it's kind of hot out because a quentin Tarantino movie came out during the summer and my fucking kids melting like a little puddle like a like they look like a you're gonna come back to your kid looking like a someone dropped an ice cream cone in the seat it's horrible so i get it you can't do that to cut to customer paying customers and viewers in the movies can't do that oh i love the podcast because this is where i can just be a goddamn goober tard and then 
I don't have to put on like my male facade, my tough guy, I can strangle you, walk. Like when I go to jujitsu, I can't really be funny. I don't know how to be funny when I'm trying to breathe. (laughs) Like that's me jujitsu such a fucking out of shape piece of shit we were doing warm-ups and i i think we had to do maybe 20 maybe 30 push-ups and i was dying dead fucking i could have just like if someone hit me in the head with a brick right then i would have been like thank you rude but thank you didn't have to do push-ups anymore dude my fucking, it's so weird. Do you guys do that? Like, like, does your core get so, like, do you ever work out to the point where your core muscles feel like you're going to pass out and throw up because of, like, the strain you're having? That's what a, like, closet fat fuck I am. Like, my, my gut is just so sensitive to any movement that might make it look better. I just need to throw up. I just, just need to fucking pass out. Just, oh, just fucking cannot do it. When it comes to the rest of jujitsu, I'm there. I can't breathe. My mouth is bloody. I'm about to pass out. I'm about to throw up from fucking struggling and strangling and getting out of fucking Americanas and shit. That's fine. Then I can, then I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, fucking give me another, sir. So, Kill Bill. From Dust Till Dawn, that movie shouldn't be your least favorite anyways because of the fucking babe dance before she turns into a fucking wicked vampire. What's her name again? It's not Sofia Vergara. The other Latina chick. Uh, Dallas, it's Latin. It's Latinx now. Haven't you heard? You can't say Latina or Latino. It's Latinx. Whatever. Latinx. Who says Latinx? You ever go on someone's like Instagram profile, they follow you, they like your, you know, photo because you went and had tacos and you hashtagged like, oh, street tacos, oh my God, food trucks, <laughs> and like your little dumb little white person, your little fucking hip food, hipster food, your fucking food truck food, and then someone likes it and you go, oh my God, who's fucking, <laughs> who, who's Trump destroyer 99? <laughs> What's a good what's a good username for a Latino person? Wall jumper? That's racist, right? You can't say that. I'm trying to I'm being like I'm trying to say something like pro Hispanic and it's coming off as like mockery. So let's just move on. And it, yeah, let's just move on. Latinx, very weird. How are you a Latinx? That sounds kind of feminine. Is it Latinx like the LGBTQAX? Is the X like the Latinx? Is that why they say Latinx? Anyways. Um, D- Dallas, that's anyway, not anyways. The S, we found out it's not. Mm. Have you guys been listening that long? You guys remember when I had the struggles with anyway and anyways? <gasps> Who's next? Who's next? Do you ever see a photo of a famous person you love? Just like a nice portrait out of context posted by someone that's not quite related to them in any way or like 
and you get nervous because you're like, oh no, they died. Oh no, they died. Oh no, oh my god, oh my god. And you just like fucking whoo, you scroll real fast and you click and you open the fucking caption. And you're like, don't be dead, don't be dead, don't be dead. Oh, thank God they're fucking alive. Jesus. Anyways. Podcast alumni CB Chanoski said Pulp Fiction is my favorite because it's pulp fucking fiction. Exactly. Is that what she said? Mm, I might have spiced it up a little bit. But yeah, Pulp Fiction's... If someone says, oh, my favorite fucking ACDC album is Highway to... Or Back in Black. I'm like, that makes sense. That's totally okay. You know, not my favorite, but I get it. Pulp Fiction's not my favorite, but I get it. That movie's a fucking amazing. Tell me another movie where... so many iconic scenes infected the pop culture. And if you asked a stranger, hey, what is this gimp suit, this overdose, this motorcycle, this wristwatch, this baseball bat, this kahuna burger, this Samuel L. Jackson quote, that like what did what do these ran seemingly random things have to do with each other? And it's just like some normie fucking civilian fucking citizen, like ah, you know, some virgin, some Quentin Tarantino virgin, just like, well, I don't know, they sound they all sound like you know, like the clues, like the baseball bat and the wristwatch, they sound like clues, like who oh like it sounds like clue. <sighs> no one would know. Just so many. So many. I said, God damn, God damn, God damn. Like just a fucking ton. So good. Bad motherfucker. I still see wallets and like belt buckles and shit that say bad motherfucker on them. There's so many. Th- Pulp Fiction is king. Like that is unwaveringly like the king Tarantino movie. You know, even though... Oh, little Remy. Spanking him. Cute little puppy. You ever do that? You ever just smack your puppy's chest? Oh, I didn't didn't hurt you. It was just a yawn. Don't get tangled in the... Don't! Just keep walking. Keep walking, four legs. Ugh. Oh. Almost shook his whole skin off. It is like the fucking. It's the, the even though Reservoir Dogs is the best independent independent film of all time, independent film of all time. Um, what's that called when you switch the letters around? Not an anagram, but like when you replace the letters of a first word and a second word, like Ballas Dronson. Like what? Uh, Ad Beticate or Beticate? Couldn't even do that one. Oh, man. Like, I seriously thought more people um, loved Quentin Tarantino movies like I do. It's always the same kind of people. Vaguely punk, kind of edgy, into alternative music in some capacity. Oh, my God. Who's next? Ooh, my good old... Pal Orlando said, I don't like Jackie Brown. I am not giving you a reason. 
I think that the reason is you're racist. Who doesn't like Jackie Brown? I think the reason people don't like Jackie Brown is because even though it's a Quentin Tarantino film, it's an Elmore Leonard story. And that's it's so different. It's Elmore Leonard is amazing in his own right as a writer. He's he's since passed away, but he's a man who wrote Justified and his movies like or movies that were based on his work or like out of sight, be cool and um, fucking get shorty and things like that. Like he just is a fantastic storyteller. And I think when you have another fantastic storyteller kind of get his like hands on something, it might come off a little strange, a little weird. I don't know how I feel about Jackie Brown either. It's kind of a weird one. Someone here. I can never tell. Remy's gone. He fucking walked out the door. I'm going to close the door. I don't need him walking in and interrupting again. How does he interrupt if he's your co-host? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Where's my water? I'm parched. I talk for 30 minutes and tell me you're not thirsty. People are annoying. <laughs> what was that? Ooh, I could taste the scotch on that one. Anyways. Guys, go have some scotch. Go have scotch and then go have bourbon. Tell me there's no difference. I get it. They taste totally different. It's not even the same thing. You don't like Jackie Brown? Who's not, you know what I don't like about it? One of the hottest actresses in the world gets fucking killed. That's something that's kind of upsetting about Quentin Tarantino movies. A lot of the cool people get fucking killed. Think about it. Reservoir Dogs. Quentin Tarantino himself gets shot in the head. Dead. Like, that sucks. What happens to Mr. Blue... No one ever fucking talks about it. Mr. Blue's just gone. Fucking Michael Madsen's character. He deserved to die, though. He's an asshole in that movie. Cut some dude's ear off. He's going to light a cop on fire. Started shooting a bunch of innocent civilians. He's a piece of shit. Anyways, um, fucking the main character dies at the end of the movie. The fucking, like, good, like, supporting character dies. Like, fucking the cool people die. Django Unchained. Christoph Waltz's character dies in that. That sucks. That fucking sucks. Samuel L. Jackson dies. That sucks. Pulp Fiction. Vic Vega. Is it Vic Vega? Vince Vega. Vic Vega. Which one's Vic Vega? Vic Vega is from... Is Michael Madsen, Mr. Blonde, in um, Reservoir Dogs. And then fucking... What's the, what am I, uh, Vince Vega, what's his name, Danny, John Travolta dies, I know people are screaming at me, like, oh, fucking, ah! just shut up, just listen, he dies in Pulp Fiction, 
fucking that sucks. It's it's weird because it's like he dies, but you really like he doesn't really die. Like because Pulp Fiction is non-linear. It's kind of told like in jump scene. It's back to forth and back and forth and back over here, and then he fucking Mia Wallace. He's fucking so he dies, but then the movie ends with like him walking out of the coffee shop. Okay, has no idea he's about to get oozied in a shitter by Bruce Willis. That's crazy. What's another one? The fuck another one? Kill Bill. The first one. Lucy Liu gets her skull top chopped off. That sucks. I know. Does someone? Nah. Kill Bill. Does anyone like super cool in the first Kill Bill really die? I can't think of it. That one's just cool. I like Kill Bill because that one's... The one you where you feel like, oh, this is a, uh, it's a story about one person. It's it's not about a bunch of people. Pulp Fiction, bunch of stories. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, eh, a couple fucking stories. You know, fucking like Inglorious Bastards, couple different stories. Django Unchained, it's about like two people, and I don't know. It's like Hateful Eight, eight people. We haven't even talked about Hateful Eight yet. You know. Oh, jeez. I have not even begun to touch upon Once Upon a Time in Hollywood now, have I? It's going to review. I don't even know what to say. It's not even a review. It's just my feedback. This is literally just the Quentin Tarantino-themed episode. I'm trying to only talk about Quentin Tarantino movies, Quentin Tarantino fun facts, Quentin Tarantino quotes, things like that. Ugh. He can't. Ooh, my buddy, Papa Head, said Django is his favorite because of how it depicts slavery and how it really be now before. And then he says, and he smokes all them white folk. <laughs> yeah, that's real funny. Well, guess what? Do I'm white man. That's him. Sm- like I'm a white guy. You can't just smoke me. Okay. You can't just show me. Don't do it. <laughs> I think that's like what everyone who's, trying to be like a social justice warrior is afraid of they're like but i'm white don't hurt me i'm on your side like that's what they're afraid of is gonna happen that's what they're afraid of the inevitable outcomes gonna be like no i didn't even get a choice it was a genetic coincidence i swear there's i'm part cherokee i'm that's like what white people are afraid of is that people of color people of culture and people of flavor are gonna come up and go you know what fuck you they're gonna Django unchain your ass they're gonna go Django unchained on you and go they're gonna find every little thing that <laughs> every little thing that you've ever done in your past every fucking piece of gum you stuck under the table every fucking porn video you watched every fucking class you skipped every fucking red light that was yellow for a second but still red and you ran it that you ran every fucking street you crossed because a black dude was walking down the sidewalk they're gonna come after you for that whitey hilarious 
So, so first of all, how dare you? Can you imagine if I said that? Oh, I fucking, I fucking love that. Uh, fucking. Oh, what's the movie? Was there a movie where like, I fucking love the Kill Bill when he, when they fucking slice and dice all those fucking Asians. <laughs> that would be so racist. Also, has anyone noticed that like, racism against Asians is like the most tolerated? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying that, like, when I'm around other white people and, like, someone says something like prejudice, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go on? I'm just kidding. Um, Like, they will say something about Asians and, like, if, if someone says something, they're like, well, you know, I was with this person who happened to be, you know, like me but kind of different and like they're like beating around the bush like they just won't come out and say then they say like african-american it's like you can just say a black person it's okay they know we both know it's there's no secret you can't walk around and go like oh i had no idea like it's okay you just say it it's fine everyone respects each other it's okay to be an individual and identify as what you fucking are but when it comes to or like those be like you know like oh it was like a uh hispanic maybe a um like a a Central American or maybe like a, a First Nations Native American. Like they won't say Indian, you know, like they don't like white people are generally like pretty sensitive, pretty, you know, skittish by nature people. They're not usually just flat coming out flat out and say it about what's it, Dallas? What is it? What are they not coming out and saying? I'm fucking getting there, you know? But when it comes to Asians, they just go, oh, dude, these fucking Asians, and they just stand around, there's crowds of them, they take a bunch of pictures, they get my order wrong, like, they, white people don't give, I think, why is that? Is it because, like, they're closer in hue to us is that why is that why like white people are just like okay with like just shitting on asians is it because like if you shit i lost my train of thought maybe that scotch before the podcast wasn't a great idea he gives a lot of scotch in him. He starts doing the N-word sound on a fucking his phone. And then he starts talking about Asians. And he says Latin X wrong. It's a man. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so, yeah. No, Django Unchained. Because they show how slavery can be. And I wasn't there. And I know you weren't there. And who knows if that's what it was like. It was probably a lot worse and a lot less fun and there's a lot less explosive blood you know movie i haven't seen is 12 years a slave i have the book right here my good pal and vegan shill 12 years a slave that's what i haven't read did i already say that my good friend vegan shill andrew smith smith gosh did he like is there like so this is a used book, I think. Or maybe there's like some like little markings in here. What's the star? And humble stone. Uh, someone, oh, someone. Oh, you know, I love when people fucking 
um, point out all the errors in books. Like you have all of these things. And then finally someone, I'm going to read the last page of 12 years of slave just so I can be like, Oh, remember the end. And people think I read it. Oh no. Okay. So spoiler alert for the last page of 12 years a slave. What's an appendix? Why do they call it an appendix? It's at the end here. I'm not even to the end of the story. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, no. Chapter something? Oh, my God. Anyways, hopefully it doesn't say the N-word because I'll be morally obligated um, and binded by my editorial integrity to read it out loud. So let's pray it doesn't. Is this... That's not even how it... How does this end? Oh, this isn't even the end of the story. God, I fucking hate that when they just, like... Tell us, do you hate something about a book about slavery? Okay, I can't, I can't fucking figure this shit out. Good luck reading it, Dallas idiot. Um, where is I going with this? Oh yeah, because Papa Head said that shit. Um, I don't even care. It was funny. I just wanted to make jokes, make bad jokes. Continuing. <sighs> White people stop being so openly racist to Asians. It's weird. Makes me very uncomfortable. Um, and then good old John, Johnny V, John Velarino. Is that how you say his name? I don't even know. You ever see someone's last name a lot and you're like, that's how you say it. And then you have to actually say it and you're like, hmm, is that, is that how you say that? I don't think, I don't, I don't, is that, is that, is the word, is it, is that, is it, is it a silent Z? Um, you know, John Villarino said fave is the bellhop because elevators how tired and sleepy were you when you read and he he wrote that at like eight in the morning I'd be like exhausted so what he really meant was his favorite is four rooms and he liked elevators I don't know I'm not gonna even try to understand that one but uh Damn, I don't think anyone else said anything else about their fucking favorite movies. Oh, I have one more. This dude, E.T. I don't even know this guy, do I? He looks familiar. How do I know him? A little pop shove it there. He's a young guy. He's a, he's a kid. He's a boy. He's like he's like an 18-year-old or something. Who's that? Can you just post a fucking selfie? I know I bitch about people and their goddamn selfies because you can't take more than one a fucking row. Oh, my God. I don't even know who this guy is. Who is he? He looks very familiar. Anyways. His name is I'm Quitting Skating on Instagram. Go give him a follow or whatever. He says, I didn't know Tarantino did this one till now, but little Nikki, hands down. Also, the greatest movie Adam Sandler ever played in, in my opinion. It is definitely my favorite Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky, but Quentin Tarantino didn't really do that movie. He just played the blind preacher that gets freaked out when fucking Little Nicky walks out of the subway and he's walking around and he goes, You make the Lord very nervous. I'm burning. I'm burning, I tell you. I'm burning alive. And he fucking runs and he just fucking falls into the... That's like a hilarious Quentin Tarantino fucking 
bit like a but not a bit but like a scene no one talks about it it's fucking hilarious little nicky's a fucking amazing movie any movie that has that kind of good music also adam sandler you know say what you will about him but don't say anything mean because my feelings will be hurt he is a fucking beautiful man all right well i just gotta play the dialogue from it because it's so fucking funny Quentin Tarantino was oh little Nicky that's right <sighs> little Nicky one of my favorite movies ever anything that's about the fucking devil and has Aussie references ooh this movie has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes maybe don't listen to anything I say okay let's see well, um, fucking let's see I'm gonna play the scene for you it's little Nicky Quentin Tarantino on YouTube I don't have video so you're gonna have to go supplement watch it or something Quentin Tarantino scenes here we go Let's see how this works. Hopefully no one fucking calls me in the middle of it. Oh, you can tell what good Wi-Fi I have. That's Quentin. The good Lord still loves me. He loves all of his children. Why, he loves you. That's and he loves you. Here he goes. You make the Lord very nervous. All right. I'm burning now. Take it easy. Help, fire is burning me alive. He's burning. Burning me. The beast is alive. (laughs) He's among us. Clear the streets. The devil is here. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the first scene when he first sees the son of Satan, Adam Sandler. Here's the, uh, oh, what did I do? Here we go. Why do you taunt me with your darkness? Your evil is stinking up our streets. The end is near. We are all gonna die. This town is really going to hell lately. Ha, get it. Oh my god, it's so funny. Right there. The hell beast is above us. And I can smell an evil slut. <laughs> there is most definitely a hell. And you're all going to go there when you die. Which is in about 15 minutes. This is so... Shit, we really all gonna die! <laughs> I'm sure that was so painful to sit through. So, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. That's Quentin Tarantino in the Adam Sandler movie. What else did he say? Fucker. What did he say? Um, and then he said, as cool as it is, I believe Pulp Fiction is a little overrated. Like, it was a good movie, but I feel like it gets as much credit as, like, Scarface. And I believe those two movies are on two diff levels. Listen here, Fucker. You gotta, that's like saying, you know, I think that fucking Van Halen 1 and Thriller are really good, but I think Thriller's overrated, and I feel like people act like Thriller is just like Van Halen 1, and like, they're not even the same genre, they're not even the same decade, they're not even the same kind of movie, you can't. 
it's just like uh, you know what I notice about Spencer's gifts. They have I don't think the Metallica T-shirt and the Nirvana T-shirt have uh should be next to each other up there. Like people act like they're the same. They're not. No one's doing that. Overrated. How old are you? Fucking sit down. Watch Pulp Fiction high as balls, and then watch it sober, and then compare the two, and then fucking. Like, let me just whisper in your ear all 279 trivia facts off the IMDb page, and I'll be like, did you know that actually the character who plays Mia Wallace, Uma Thurman, didn't like this song, and when she was performing, this is very difficult for her. Like, I'll just fucking give you the layers of the cake that I'm going to smash your face into for saying Pulp Fiction's overrated. Do you mean that merchandise is overabundant and you see it everywhere? When's the last time you had someone talk to you about a movie that they really liked? When? When did someone sit down? Well, actually, Pulp Fiction's amazing because no one did that. How many people are sitting around where you're like, man, this isn't fucking like you're thinking about the posters you see on those big plastic pages at Spencer's Gifts as Scarface and then Pulp Fiction because you got fucking Uma Thurman sitting there on the pile of books and shit. And then you got fucking Al Pacino standing there in black and white and you or he's sitting there with this fucking mound of coke. Okay. Is it because there's cocaine in both movies? Like, people act like they're the same, but there was definitely a big, larger fucking mound of coke in Scarface, and it, they're just on two different levels of in cocaine amounts. The what? What? Man, people say Interstellar was really good, but, like, you know, 12 Years a Slave, like, won an, an Oscar, and fuck, they're not even the fucking same. Not even the same. That's like saying they're the same because there's black people in both of them. Dallas, why does it have to be about race? I'm looking for comparisons. They're the first two movies that came to mind. Sorry, bitch. Oh, how fucked up was it in Interstellar when they come off that water planet and they're just there for like an hour or two and they get back up to the ship and because there's like two different uh, like atmospheres or whatever that they were actually gone for like... 20 fucking years or some shit and they come back and their their friend who happens to be a person that is african-american um <laughs> he they he's like old now and you can tell he's old because he looks old for a black guy and if you've ever met a black person they don't crack they don't get old you see a they they, they age with grace they're beautiful i love it all right did I get the black vote yet? Thank you. All right. So, yeah. How fucking dare you? I'm glad you like Little Nicky, a Quentin Tarantino movie that he didn't even fucking write or direct. He literally just did the thing where he ran into the pole, then he fell down the subway, and then he hurt his neck, and he's blind, and he's walking around, and then the fucking Cardinal's like, there really is a hell. And he's like, oh, shit, we really are gonna die. And he fucking, that's it. That's it. That's the only Quentin Tarantino. That's your favorite? That's your fucking favorite? Oh, my God. How's that even on the list? How did you even find that out? Was that in the picture I shared? I can't stand people. He's probably a really nice guy. I love to go skate sometime. Uh, excuse me. I cannot get these fucking burps out. Okay. 
any more here? Any more here? What did I find? So we have, what even pictures are there? Okay, so we have True Romance, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Four Rooms, Kill Bill, Jackie Brown, From Dust Till Dawn, Natural Born Killers. I was reading that, fucker. Um, Kill Bill, Death Proof, Kill Bill Blank 2, that is. <laughs> Death Proof, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, Hateful Eight. Um, what, what did I miss? Fucking uh, Sin City, I guess you could say. Planet Terror, Hostile, he like produced or some shit, whatever. <sighs> Was I even going to rate these? Is that even something I said I was going to do? I did in my head. I was like, first of all, my favorite. Uh, I should literally just have people. What's your favorite Quentin Tarantino like movie quote? Not something he said like, we really are going to die. Like I just said, but like, here, let's see if they have it. You think they have a Quentin Tarantino soundboard? They have to. There's got to be something fucking... Quentin Tarantino soundboard. Let's see. It's it's literally just like the two hundred n words in his movies. What if him and Spike Lee are films? Or are they just not having it? They're just not talking to each other. They're just not okay. I wonder if they argue over who has more n words in their movie. Um, I'm not seeing any. Oh, here we go. The Definitive Tarantino Soundboard by Fire Planet. We'll, we'll see about that. Okay. You guys remember soundboards? I really missed that. I didn't really have like a whole uh, soundboard world. I have to open it? What is this? Do you have to? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. I should have just paused at this point. Probably would have saved me some breath, saved you guys some patience, and... The production value, this could have been upped. Couldn't have been shat upon. All right. Let's see. Let me just look up Quentin Tarantino. I, I, I should have just went to YouTube. What a dumb bitch. Here, I'm just, I'm going to pause this. I'm fucking, I'm fucking up here. Sorry. Hold on. Dude, there's so many good ones. You don't even know. Let's see how this works. Movie Natter. That's horrible. Movie Natter. Today's focus is on a Ugh. Gross. Just shut up. Is that the way you say it? That's a bingo. Any of you fucking pricks move! And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! Ooh, yeah, I have a better idea. How about I just... Ooh, ooh! There's a special rug in hell reserved for people who waste good scotch. Seeing as I may be rapping on the door momentarily... Damn good stuff, sir. That is the fucking one. Let me pause this real quick. Jesus, the video, not the recording. That one. Fucking scotch. Holla. Shout out. Let me have another little sip of scotch here just for that. Fucking Michael Fassbender. That is a German man playing a British man playing a German soldier. I love that man. Beautiful. <laughs> That's how much I like this scotch. <coughs> oh, Ooh, it gives me all tingly. Dallas, should you really be drinking at this hour? It's 6.30. Come on. A.M. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. 
Does anyone actually believe it's 6.30 a.m.? My God. Ugh. Okay. Down to it. Now that I've wasted a fucking hour of your time. First off, I just want to say Inglorious Bastards is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. I like The Bear Jew. I like Hugo Stiglitz. I like Gorlami. I like everything about that fucking movie. The opening is so intense. Just anything. Just fucking amazing. It's a great movie. I love it. What other movie can you watch? Also, there's a lot of like strange, like cucky, like SJW people who are like very anti Quentin Tarantino. And I don't get that at all. How many of his movies, I think it's because like they're is some violence against women in his movies and they do say racial slurs in his movies but you know what his movies are the fuck about vengeance upon the disenfranchised upon the the victimized people a black dude gets raped in pulp fiction you know what he does they don't even show it they like he gets a blowtorch like oh my god vengeance he fucking destroys these people it's amazing does i mean i don't know fucking it's implied you know what i mean (laughs) kill bill one and two that is the story of a woman who was severely nearly killed her entire life destroyed baby seemingly killed taken out of her womb Fucking friends dead. Husband to be dead. Samuel L. Jackson dead. Can you imagine someone kills Samuel L. Jackson? You not fucking coming after motherfuckers with a big ass goddamn Japanese samurai sword? Number two. Killing people. Killing motherfuckers. It's a lady. Death Proof is about a dude who kills chicks with his car and then a bunch of chicks fucking find him and kick the shit out of him and fucking beat him to death women go women go women go fuck yourself misogynistic brutalization of men you fuckers inglorious bastards about killing nazis who is at the forefront of this movie this fucking jewish girl who burns the whole nazi high command to death that's amazing that is a like a fucking social justice warriors twitter wet wet dream wet fucking dream i burn the nazis to death i fucked the black guy who works at my movie theater i am woke you know what i mean the hateful eight they fucking hang the bitch whose first fucking words to the first person of color or i think the first words in the whole movie are literally howdy n-word i mean i don't think she uses a hard r so i think like it wouldn't be completely canceling if I said it, but I'm not comfortable saying it. I like you guys listening, and I don't want you guys to tune in just because I throw in bombs. Ugh. Anyways, um, yeah, fucking 
that. Looking at my phone. How obvious is it when I look at my phone? I just stop talking and then just click, click on, click off, uh, unlock, idiot. Fucking Django Unchained is about a slave who comes and kills a bunch of motherfuckers. All white people. Almost virtually all white people. And Samuel Jackson. And fucking, God, how many movies does Samuel Jackson die in in fucking Quentin Tarantino movies? Jesus. He dies in one, two, three. I don't know. Don't kill Samuel Jackson. What is this? Fucking Revenge of the Sith? Stop it. Horrible. Anyways. Django Unchained comes and kills a bunch of fucking racist white slave-owning sons of bitches. Fucking slaughters them. Fucking just... That is the most amazing blood squirty fucking gunshot explode. Oh, it's so good. Django Unchained's amazing. Django Unchained might be my favorite. Django Unchained and Inglorious Bastards might be my fucking favorite. They're like back to back almost. One's like 2009, one's 2013 or something. I don't know, 2012, who knows. Uh, fucking amazing. Jamie Foxx better make a great spawn. I am so excited. I am so fucking excited. How cool is that? Ugh. Jackie Brown. That's Elmer Leonard's story, but it's about this beautiful black lady who rips off a bunch of other criminals. How cool is that? So if you have some fucking weird agenda that just adheres to people you, like just, that just panders to people you think need your help, is also really insulting. Like, oh, here, I'm here to save you. I'm the white person. Come on. You can barely save yourself. Who dressed you? Can't season your food. Boom. Ha. What? Look at those shoes. Horrible. Ha. Dad jokes suck. Boom. Ha. White people clearly suck. We. Who, who needs white people help? What are you going to do? Come fucking turn on Billy Joel for them? Turn it up? Like expose them to that? Fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Watch a Quentin Tarantino movie. Did your part. Perfect. So which episode do you think like gets me canceled in the future? I'm not quite sure what it is. <sighs> so good. So good. Have you do you guys like the like the lesser known Tarantino movies like Jackie Brown, like True Romance, like Natural Born Killers, like Four Rooms? You know? Anyways, uh, all right, an hour, five, hour, six, hour, seven minutes in. I'm going to check the Instagram one more time, see if anyone had anything kind to say about the good old fucking Tarantino episode, see what I'm going to deliver them with. Whew. Dude, I'm fucking hot. I think, you know, I was sweaty like this when I was doing Honeycut's episode, and I think it's because there is so much alcohol just purging the sickness out of my system. What kind of sickness? I don't know. But I did go to jujitsu on these mats that were stored in a very hot part of California. So it's hard to say what kind of bacterial fucking spreadings were there and what might have got, gave me a little, little vi-vi, little vi-vi, little virus. Maybe something someone said anything about the fucking, um, what do you call it? Quentin Tarantino episode. Let's find out. Nope, no one said shit. Um, wow, it's amazing when it tells me how many people viewed something and how three people liked it. 
just just validate me, please. It doesn't matter. I should stop focusing on that bullshit. Stupid. I don't need your fucking likes. I need your money. I don't need your fucking shares. I need your money. I don't need your fucking Instagram question answers and responses. I need your money. I don't need your fucking shit. Ugh. Okay. Oh, fucking K. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. This movie is three hours long. It's amazing. It's not as violent as the other fucking for spoiler alert again in case you forgot after i talked about racial slurs that long fucking this movie's three hours long there's a lot of cameos that's great it's not nearly as violent as the rest of the movies that tarantino's done but there's a scene of violence that is unfucking forgettable fucking love it maybe my my favorite violent scene in all of tarantino's movies ever possibly but anyways lena dunham sexually assaulted brad pitt at um a premiere of once upon a time in hollywood so she's canceled even though she was already canceled when she molested her sister so uh (laughs) i can't believe so many people and so many of like these fucking articles that you would have never seen. Someone literally said, why Once Upon a Time's Bruce Lee cameo is problematic. Cameo? He's dead. It's not him. It's a fictional fucking universe. It's a pretend land. Spoiler alert. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Sharon Tate doesn't even get murdered. She lives. You know why? Because it's a fucking Tarantino movie. Watching Glorious Bastards. Guess what happens? Hitler? He didn't really fucking get his face shot off with a Thompson submachine gun at the fucking balcony seat of a theater in France. He fucking took a... fucking swallowed a bullet or some shit in a bunker with his fucking cunt wife. Isn't that fun when you can just get away with like... You can call certain ladies cunts just because they're evil. And it's not misogynistic. You you fucking tell me Ava Braun wasn't a piece of shit, too? Or do you think, oh, well, you know, it's not fair. Adolf Hitler manipulated her. She was emotionally manipulated. Like, I don't want to hear it about your fucking dumb skater boyfriend that, like, fucking, you know, manipulates you. Ava Braun was manipulated. They didn't have, like, you know twitter back then so she probably had no idea they were like gassing like millions of people (sighs) just this is how i knew i was gonna love this movie just look just google once upon a time in hollywood and read the three first headlines that pop up they're hilarious everyone's mad it's the biggest opening of any tarantino movie that's ever existed it has the two most famous actors in the world leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt they're loaded 
Brad Pitt is the standard of attractive. He is literally the fucking like the the king. Like when people reference like Brad Pitt is still referenced as like King Hot, the hot guy. And guess what? He's still hot in this movie. It's a pretend universe. Why Once Upon a Time's Bruce Lee cameo is problematic. Why? Because he gets his ass kicked? It was fucking funny. He was being a cocky piece of shit in the movie. Is If Bruce Lee was actually cocky, we'd fucking know about it by now. Especially with how openly racist white people are towards Asians. We'd fucking know. They'd be like, man, fucking hell, cocky Asians are ever since that Bruce Lee guy came on the scene and they were all fucking, air, fucking airbags like... Like, like when you see Bruce Lee in fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, accurate. Dude, he gets fucking thrown into a car. There's no fucking way that anyone was throwing Bruce Lee into a car. The second he was fighting someone on set, like, if you know, if you have, have you ever watched a fucking Bruce Lee documentary? I bet this fucking person has never fucking seen that shit. Bruce Lee's daughter was really upset, too. Which makes sense, because if, like, someone made, like, a movie and included my famous dad in it, and then he got his ass kicked, I'd be very upset. But if someone that looked kind of like my dad played him in a movie where a bunch of other shit that doesn't really happen happens, and then he gets his ass kicked, I'm going to go, <laughs> that was crazy. That was, like, not even close to what happened. In the end of the movie, the f- people who were re- in real life kill Sharon Tate, and then the Folgers heiress, and then her boyfriend, and then Sharon Tate's hairstylist, and then the fucker outside. Those people live. They're still all alive. In the fucking movie, this does not happen. They all die and Sharon Tate lives and Folger's heiress and her husband live and hairstylist boy lives and dude outside lives okay it's fucking pretend it doesn't happen it's pretend land where things like oh my god it's just the stupidest shit it's just like you didn't watch the fucking movie did you you're just getting mad for someone else so you get fucking clicks so stupid once Upon a Time in Hollywood and the End of Tarantino. Fuck you! So stupid. Hollywood Reporter, why don't you report on my balls? The End. Why? Because he said it's his last movie or because you think it... Oh, so stupid. You know, I'm just getting mad for the article because the headline might not even have anything to do with like... Uh, to me, when someone says, oh, it's the end of Tarantino because we cancel him. When I first op- opened Google... There is this hilarious, fucking hilarious scene or like headline. I, I wish I could find it. It was so stupid, dude. Like there's some whoppers out there, but this one is so bad. Let me see if I can find it. Um, bum, bum, breakdown. A breakdown of Brad Pitt's return to full hotness and once upon a time in Hollywood. That is not the stupid article because he's fucking hot. Give me one second. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to read the stupid headlines. The Daily Bee says, Does Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's ending go too far? No! The ending? What about the ending of any fucking fucking movie? Any movie 
just like, oh, if you have a problem with this one, did you write an article about every single fucking movie that Garantino has ever done? What about the ending of fucking Django Unchained when he blows the house up? How ridiculous was that? Kills all those people, all those innocent women in there that, you know, arguably innocent, whatever. What about fucking the end of Hateful Eight where they're hanging a lady? Some dude with his dick shot off is pulling a fucking lady's head off with a noose. What about fucking Inglorious Bastards when they're carving a swastika into some dude's fucking forehead as the end? What about Death Proof when some dude gets beaten to fucking death in the street? What about Kill Bill 1 when it ends with fucking lady and her limbs chopped off, pushed down a snowy hill after she just cut this bitch's, like, manager fucking skull off? What about the end of Kill Bill 2 when this... Lady fucking five palm death strikes this girl's dad in front of her. What about that? What about Pulp Fiction? Where they just walk out of the diner, it's fine. Um, you know? What about Reservoir Dogs where everyone shoots each other? Did the ending of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood go too far? Oh, you mean when three psychos, three fucking pieces of shit who actually killed people, they portray people who were in Manson's cult, they come into the house, you know what happens? This dude gets a fucking can of dog food thrown at his face, gets his fucking face bashed in, this dog rips another girl's face off, and this other dude grabs fucking, Brad Brad Pitt murders two of the people of the three cult members bashes one dude's face in like just skull fragments it's amazing a la drive 2011 fucking beautiful this other lady gets her shit chewed up by a dog can't see she's running around kind of like in kill bill 2 when l driver gets her other eyeball snatched out and now she has no eyeballs and she's writhing all over the place and she fucking runs out breaks through the sliding glass door once upon a time in hollywood that's going too far in the ending and dives into the pool wakes fucking Leo Leo DiCaprio's character up he's like oh shit and he fucking runs into gets out of the pool runs into the fucking pool house grabs a flamethrower walks out no questions asked just clearly sees some bitch in his pool and lights her on fire it is great it is the greatest fucking ending of any goddamn Tarantino movie I've ever fucking seen it is the greatest little quick montage of violence in any fucking Tarantino movie that I've ever fucking seen is amazing so fuck your stupid did it go too far no it didn't it's ridiculous no let's go let's go back here people come on all right no I need to see the stupid headlines please is there just like once upon a time in Hollywood headlines so many bad ones once upon a time in hollywood is tarantino's maga as in make america great again (laughs) oh my god how how is it his make america great again you saying he stole the slogan from reagan Get unlimited digital access four weeks for only 99 cents. Go fuck yourselves. I'm not going to pay to read this stupid shit that leaked out of your asshole on your keyboard. Oh, so bad. 
there's just no, it's just uh, no stupid headlines. Everyone filtered all the stupid headlines to the bottom. Anyways, it was just ridiculous. It was just like on a keyboard. It was horrible. It was stupid. It was stupid shit or a fucking scene. But that movie is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The setting is beautiful California, 1960s vibe. It has this nice golden age of cinema tinged in with it. It has this weird blend of universe. So I think that uh, something something some people critique about Quentin Tarantino films other than everything else that I just bitched about was like the time, like the era that the movies take place in can be kind of um, ambiguous. This movie has quite a bit of ambiguity because of it has quite a lot of golden age cinema feel to it, which is mostly 40s, 50s era, but it takes place in 1969. So it like kind of like pulsates in between this golden age of cinema, hippie, flower power, summer of love, 69 feeling, and it like easy writer, you know, it like, it's it's just a beautiful film. <sighs> I need to talk to Honeycut about it. He saw it last night. It's really beautiful. There's a lot of great performances, a lot of beautiful people in it. Lena Dunham plays herself because she's just like some fucking slob in this like dress. It sucks. I used to really like Lena Dunham. I'm a huge fan of her show Girls. I never finished it, but I love that. That was the HBO show Girls. I love that show. <sighs> But now it's fun to make fun of Lena Dunham because she fingered her sister when she was eight. Um, is that true? Yeah, read her book or don't, whatever. Just Google it. You know, you know when you're kids and you just finger each other or whatever, or you just fucking touch each other. Was she canceled? Was she Me Too? Is that her Me Too era? Or did she start that? That happened like way before Me Too. Actually, it happened like two years before anyone was like Colby. Covington's gonna get his ass kicked by Robbie Lawler, but Bill Cosby roofied me. I should be getting ready for work or something. Or something. Fantastic English language here. Great comprehension I got here. I know that, like, the way I made this sound on, like, the Instagram post, what did I say? What did I say? What did I say? Because I just posted it like last night. And when you post something at 3 a.m., you don't really have a lot of fucking shit just philosophically popping out of your head. Remy barking. You hear Remy barking? Cutie. Little cutie pie. Do I need to go downstairs and fucking Brad Pitt these people like in the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? (sighs) Yeah, anyways. I know I even asked for the criticism, so thank you for, I'm quitting skating for criticizing the overrated Pulp Fiction. Um, well, what more do I need to spit at you guys here? I might have some, like, general notes, general podcast notes. Um, I'm not seeing anything. I haven't really written anything down i haven't been prepared for a solo one in a while but this quentin tarantino one and the how beautiful that movie was i the fuck was that did you hear that what was that i don't know what it was but i got a piece of cornbread so 
That's good. Cornbread. Cornbread crumbs go everywhere. I saw this movie at a really big movie theater in the mall. So it's like one of those huge, like obnoxious ones that like take you completely out of the world of cinema. Make you feel like you're at some fucking theme park. I saw it actually on the preview showing. Which is weird. I've never done that before. I saw it like a night early. I went in the theater. There was like 10 people in the whole theater. It was amazing. This giant fucking theater. I saw it with Kylie. I completely forgot where we were. I felt like we were in like some old dingy movie theater in the middle of like some old like downtown city and just like seedy and just like I lost. We lo- Like I felt like we were in LA in like some old theater watching this movie. This movie like transports you. That's what I fucking adore about Quentin Tarantino movies is that they're in a world of their own and they bring you to that world. They bring the world to you. It changes your environment. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh. Jeez, I had no idea what scotch does to you. Give me another bottle of that. That's some good stuff. I like it. Blended Scotch whiskey. It is Trader Joe's brand. It's fucking yummy. It's weird. Damn good scotch. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I left the theater, I had to like remember where I was. I was like, I didn't know what side of, you know, they have the different aisles of, uh, like, theaters. They have the different rooms. I didn't know which side I was on. I didn't know what number we were on. It was amazing. I could watch that movie right now. I think we can go see it again this weekend. I love that movie. It's fucking, it's beautiful. It's great. Get to see Bruce Lee get his ass kicked. People are mad about that. Because Bruce Lee never got his ass kicked. Damn. Whatever. What the fuck ever. Hmm. Damn. This is embarrassing. I'm out. I'm out of stuff. Got more stuff. No more stuff. Fucking thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. If you want to contribute to the podcast, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, anything, bad etiquette, bad Dallas, neck, butcher, I don't know. Uh, honestly, best way to support the podcast is just listen and share. One of my favorite things ever is when you guys are listening and you put it on your stories and you share it and you're like, hey, new episode. I'm like, holy shit, you just fucking listen? That's amazing. That's so nice. Literally warms my heart. Literally warms my heart so I don't come in here fucking chewing in your ear and bitching about things. And just it, it, Honestly, it makes me do better. I come back better. I have a better... Uh, I know this is not like the in-depth Tarantino-esque episode that you guys are probably expecting. But by now you shouldn't have been expecting much. <laughs> You should be ex- expecting me cussing into a microphone, yelling at my dog, and hearing noises that aren't actually there. So, um, 
I'm going to come back at you guys with uh, another guest episode next week, and we're going to have a fun time. I hope you guys enjoy it. I don't know who it's going to be yet. I don't know if it's going to be an old one I have saved. I don't know if it's going to be another fucking person with the same name that I had last week. Who knows? Maybe I'll have some return guests. Maybe I'll have... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to check my phone one more time, just in case someone added something to this. This is really like I should be prepared for this kind of thing, but I'm not really a prepper. I'm not really a preparer. I'm just kind of like a eh, kind of prepare, then mostly wing it. That's the best way to do it. Um, did I miss anyone? So far, Django Unchained was every, uh, most people's favorite. Makes sense. Go watch it. They're all fantastic. Um, I will see you guys in another life. Bye. Go like, share, rate, subscribe, fucking review, comment. Send me questions, comments. If there's something you like me talking about or don't like me talking about or want me to speak more of or want me to shut the fuck up about or, you know, like give me topics you want me to discuss. Give me fucking things. If you guys send me things, I'll do I'll do a stand-up bit about it. Just send me random things and I'll I'll fucking make up jokes about it. I'll just riff on it, whatever you want me to do. Um, This is as much my show as it is yours because I would not have a fucking podcast without my audience and my listeners. So I really appreciate all your support and the love. And I fucking love you guys. Bye.